I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. I think a lot of us can be annoyed about those push notifications that keep coming up on our screen especially when we are not wanting to be disturbed our phone keeps sending those push notifications isn't it about 32% of people in America think that they don't have any control over these push notifications this is why it's so important to have the right push notification strategy you know so creating a strategy that utilizes push notifications in a relevant way and valuable way will actually increase your engagement by over 80% in spite of so many people being against push notifications welcome to smart with said in this episode what we are trying to figure out is why do push notifications work or do they work and what is the best way towards approaching push notifications from a marketing perspective let's go Now today you are going to be asked by almost every website that is trying to send you push notifications whether you are okay to be receiving these push notifications in the first place. Now that is a bit like a um, knock knock joke gone wrong, right? So you're knocking on the door saying knock knock and then the guy says who's there and then you say okay i'm a push notification and if i tell you that i'm a push notification are you going to open the door right so that is a big fail as far as knock knock jokes are concerned but that's where we are now if you're on the marketing side of the fence you're going to be trying to figure out whether push notifications are really working or not i mean i gave you some impressive statistics on why they are working or the extent to which they are working but for that you need a really good strategy right for push notifications because we are looking at an era of privacy we are looking at an era wherein we are trying to get back you know gain back control from the machine as they as they say and what is a marketer supposed to do so obviously asking for permission is the first step but let's kind of try to understand the underlying issue over here in the first place and how it's connected to our attention spans i think after doing that then we might be able to get down to some basic truths or some first principles that might be relevant in this case and then maybe we might be able to take a few takeaways especially if you're in the marketing game if you are a consumer then we would want no push notifications unless of course they're useful it's not a cut and dry case so let's dive right in now if you look at a bartender example okay this is something that i gave in class uh, and it kind of talks about the ridiculousness of the situation so imagine you've gone to a club to have a drink and then you order a drink from the bartender you okay order for a whiskey you're having a drink and enjoying it when the bartender tells you hey if you order one more of these you'll get one more free now is that a push or is that a nudge or is that something which is like just information that the bartender is giving what is it now it really depends upon the way in which you're taking the situation right your perspective on it let's assume that you take the perspective that okay anybody who is going out and going to a club is going out for a drink then you are approaching the bar and you're asking for a drink you're asking for a specific kind of drink and the bartender is just giving you useful information that might actually uh, help you you know make it cheaper because you know you might end up having more than one drink 
Now, if you take the different perspective, you will basically say, hey, but you know, I might just be wanting one drink and I might get tempted towards drinking one more drink and then the third one, which might end up giving me a hangover or something worse. So both perspectives are right, aren't they? And this is where the struggle really is. The struggle is in knowing, okay, what is the actual understanding of what an interruption really is? Is an interruption acceptable because you have come into a particular kind of setting or is an interruption not acceptable even if you are in a setting which is encouraging, you know, drinking in this case, but encouraging, you know, you to spend time on a particular app. Like, for example, if you are on a health app, let's take the exact opposite of a bad habit, a good habit. If you're on a health app and if your app notifies you that, hey, you've crossed 10,000 steps or just 2,000 steps away from 10,000, that perhaps might be a very welcome motivation for you and therefore it's a welcome notification. On the other hand, if the same health app pushes a health supplement that you, um, you know, um, you should buy and that is clearly a, a marketing gimmick, uh, you know, promoting some sort of uh, supplement from, from their side, which they have a tie up with, then that is not really welcome. So it might be that the same app gives you both useful notifications as well as notifications that interrupt you and notifications that you may not want. I think therein lies the problem that we are able to not really distinguish beautifully between what is wanted and what is not wanted. And this is exactly what a marketer is navigating as well. It is the fight for the attention span. Now, today, I am able to take control of my attention span in a variety of ways. I'm able to shut off all notifications. I'm able to, you know, stop people from marketing to me. I'm able to do a lot of things which enable me to skip ads, enable me to put ad blockers, do so many things, right? So one might argue that, you know, our attention span is something that we have more control over. But then wherever there is, you know, a system, there is a rule that can break the system or there is an exception that can break the system. So marketers will say, mm, okay, how can I hack into this guy's subconscious and make them want my notifications. So it's quite likely that you would want your notifications uh, from either a WhatsApp or an Instagram because you're so hooked on to it. You're in the club and you're drinking, my friend, right? I was sitting next to a gentleman when I was taking a flight back from uh, Ahmedabad back to Pune and I noticed him on the phone and I was reading a book and he looked at me and he said, hey, it's a good habit you got. You're reading a book. Um, so I said, yeah, it's better than, you know, maybe looking at WhatsApp notifications, especially since we're about to take off and you're supposed to shut your phone off or put it on airplane mode. But he's, he kind of uh, accepted it. He said, I don't know why I'm doing it. I don't know why I'm doing it, but I'm doing it in any case. Now, in that case, the fight for the attention span is kind of lost, isn't it? So there are various methods, various methods that a marketer can do it in a legitimate way and a marketer can do it in a slightly dicey way, the fight for your attention span. But I think probably what a marketer needs to understand that the long-term game is to add value. Whichever method you may use, okay, you will understand that it's either a permission or an interruption. 
The permission is when you are genuinely trying to add value. You may still miss the mark, right? You may still miss the mark and the customer might still think it's an interruption. But maybe you can have a philosophy towards the whole, you know, notification marketing angle and decide that I am going to veer away from trying to get unit sales. Easier said than done. Easier said than done. I understand it. Unit sales, I'm going to veer away from and I'm going to start adding value to the life of the customer. So I'm going to talk about 10,000 steps or maybe just reaching there, but I'm not going to try and hawk a, uh, an additional supplement. Maybe you can ask for different types of permissions. Okay. I would say if I have to conclude on this really thorny topic, because I understand it from a marketer's perspective as well as a customer's perspective, the idea would be to use methods that err on permission and that err on adding value to the uh, the customer trust me you might not get a unit sale but you might end up getting 10 unit sales because the customer is getting so much value that they end up becoming your brand advocates or ambassadors well i hope you liked this particular episode of smarter with sid interesting topic notifications push notifications and notification marketing it is always going to change and let's see how these things change and maybe we will do a follow-up on topics like these and try to figure out have things changed because the way to become smarter is not to be stuck on a point of view it is to become one percent smarter and to evolve with the way in which the world is evolving around us on that happy note I'm the traveling professor. You can always follow me on LinkedIn and Instagram. And hey, if you like stuff like this, IBM's got a lot of wonderful stuff waiting for you. Go check them out. <laughs>